This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much as always for joining me. Much appreciate the kind support towards the channel and I hope you are all indeed having a fantastic week. As we close in on what is a return, I say a return, it almost feels like now without these kind of midweek games in Europe that you're in like mini international breaks, watching other teams play whilst we're waiting around for our games. But I suppose we can't complain all that much, considering we are, of course, in a title race that hopefully will culminate in uh, in, a, in a victory for us. But of course, there is plenty still to play for. Uh, good morning to those in the chat box joining us. Thank you, as always, for doing so. Black Shine, Tony, Yomi, Matt G. Good morning. Um, we've got uh, Harrison, Olu. We've got Odorile. We've got Johnny. Stevie, Kaiser, we've got Amira, Morgie, Paul, Dave and Gunner Dude as well and plenty more of you guys joining us in the chat box as well. I think I saw a question. Uh, E3ST says, where's the membership button? Am I being dumb? Um, if you go into the link in the description and click on the link tree, uh, it should take you to our link tree page and you click on the memberships bit there. Sometimes it only works on desktop though, mate. So uh, it might be that your phone isn't showing it and you'll have to do it on your computer. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know why. That's just the way that sometimes it works. But thank you so much, everybody. Uh, really appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. So let's get on with today's stories. First of all, last night, uh, yesterday evening, uh, we had uh, Bakaya Saka and Arteta featuring in all of the discussions with myself and Elliot from the Arsenal Vision podcast as we talked about the rhetoric around Arsenal being described as lucky. You know, apparently we're very, very lucky. And uh, <laughs> I don't really understand this. I don't really get this. Um, I I think that it's, it's ludicrous to suggest it. However, I am very privy to the fact that it's getting a response. Uh, it's getting, you know, we are all hearing uh, about the idea that apparently Arsenal have been lucky and that we've been fortunate with results, fortunate with referees, fortunate with injuries. I wrote a whole piece about this yesterday. Um, and kind of just absolutely destroying um, the ridiculous nature. Is there something going on with uh, 
my microphone is <laughs> I, I feel like though i'm people are saying there's something's wrong with the voice maybe you're just messing with me i don't know but let me know hoping it's fine um but uh yeah apparently we've been exceptionally lucky this season i don't know where that's come from to be fair i think that everything that we've gone through this season has been absolutely to the letter of the law has been clear we've done everything we needed to do and if anything we're the ones that have been ousted by poor decision making to be honest and poor officiating but uh, we talked all about that and more. So make sure you go and listen to that show. It's the last upload on the channel with myself and Elliot from the Arsenal Vision. We also had the opportunity to hear more about the Fantastic Foundation fundraiser uh, that Elliot is uh, spearheading as well. So, yeah, let's uh, let's hope that uh, we get some uh, really positive outcomes from that as we close on that £150,000 figure. Now, Man United and Newcastle. Uh, have strengthened their top four hopes as they won last night. Manchester United beating Brentford after their 4-0 defeat uh, in West London at the start of the season. Marcus Rashford getting the only goal of the game. Um, But again, one of those results that probably could have gone either way. And Newcastle absolutely battered West Ham 5-1. And uh, this, of course, will, I think, it's going to bring up... uh, It's going to bring up some worries I think about us traveling to to, uh, to St. James's Park and having that in what's going to be ahead of us uh, and what's going to be uh, well what we expect to be a very tough game but it could be tougher that said we've also got to travel to West Ham and if Newcastle can make it that easy all we got to hope is that West Ham kind of implode like they did and do some of the th- silly things that they did against Newcastle and do that against us we'll have to wait and see if that indeed happens Now, the Premier League table after all of the midweek results looks a little bit like this. Arsenal still remain top of the league with Man City currently eight points behind them with a game in hand. Newcastle in third place, joint third place with Manchester United, although have a superior, significantly superior goal difference of plus 26. They still only conceded 20 goals this entire season. Spurs then have indeed dropped out the top four, now sitting in fifth place on 50 points, but have played two more games than Brighton, who are only four points behind them on 46 points. Aston Villa are now in seventh as well on 44 points. Liverpool in eighth on 43. Brentford in ninth on 43 as well. And Fulham down in 10th in 39. And then there's a load of teams in the bottom half. (laughs) (laughs) including Chelsea, which is absolutely glorious. But you have to say that West Ham, certainly back in the fold of relegation, Bournemouth, Leicester and Southampton, as we know very much so as well, Nottingham Forest, Everton, Wolves, Leeds, Crystal Palace, all involved in that race. It's going to be a hectic end to the season at both ends of the table. Now, Reese Nelson, it said that talks, according to Fabrizio Romano, continue uh, and continue to uh, take place between the player and the representatives of Arsenal. Um, There are suggestions that Arteta is keen to kind of keep the player and he's keen to uh, have him as part of his squad for next season. As I've talked about at length on a number of occasions, if it were me and I were in uh, Reese Nelson's shoes, I'd leave. Um, And obviously that might sound a bit strange considering I'm an Arsenal fan and I'm sure Reese is too but I just can't get my head around the idea of what staying does for him it's just not of benefit to him and I think that he needs to play regularly he's now in his early to mid-20s closing on his mid-20s and I think at that age you need to be playing regularly and that's just not going to happen at Arsenal so I think that he needs to move on and I think for the benefit of his career he needs to move to a club where he's going to play week in week out that said if he stays you know obviously we'll back him and hope that he can 
um, record some fantastic performances for us and put in some of the big goals that we've seen in the past as well. Uh, moving into transfers, and Arsenal, according to Footy Insider, have supposedly opened talks with Tielemans. Um, Of course, you know that we reported... Uh, or rather I reported back in the summer that Arsenal were willing to wait until the summer transfer window to sign Tillemans on a free contract. Um, and that Yuri Tillemans now with these discussions supposedly opening. I can't verify this, by the way. I've heard nothing on the lines of this actually happening. This is all according to, as I say, Footy Insider, which have a hit and miss <laughs> reputation, it's probably fair to say. Um, uh, but Tillemans has been a player that's been on the radar of the club in the past, so it's not surprising to see these links start to emerge. Whether or not there's much truth to it remains unknown at this stage. But Arsenal supposedly in talks with Tillemans about a free deal and uh, on a wage that would be rather high, uh, as you would come to expect. Now, our headline story of the day is, according to reports emerging from Belgium, Arsenal have an interest in Amadou Anana of Everton. The player, of course, joined Everton in the summer from Lille uh, for a significant fee, upwards of £30 million. He arrived in Merseyside 4, and there is suggestions that Everton would look to try and at least double what they paid for Anana only less than a year ago. Arsenal's interest in the player has persisted from January, where there were suggestions that they also were keen on signing him then. And if you remember, there was a video that came out after the victory that they had, I think, even over Arsenal, that he said he was effing staying. Uh, that's what he said, uh, kissing the Everton badge as well. But it could be that he's now off in the summer. We'll have to wait and see. He is a very good player that's certainly acclimatised the Premier League very well. But that £60 million price tag is significantly higher than I think that he's actually worth and still think that Declan Rice would be the optimal player for Arsenal to move for. OK, then, let's move to part two and your questions right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, then let's jump into the chats and uh, hear what you guys are saying. Now, I need some explanations because I'm seeing a lot of people suggesting... I was speaking with some kind of accent. I don't know if that's to do with the microphone going a bit strange this morning or just because I haven't woken up properly and can't speak. But you guys need to give me some explanation for those words because I had absolutely no idea what you were talking about. Um, HMM Spike says, Everton robbed us of the chance to play against Frank Lampard's men, but Chelsea have perhaps gifted us the chance to experience it. Yes, this, of course... Um, Follows on from the news yesterday, according to David Ornstein, who broke this. Um, and actually, to be fair, TalkSport did uh, initially suggest that he had emerged Frank Lampard as one of the front runners uh, for the job in the short term. And David Ornstein confirming that yesterday evening. Uh, and then other outlets, of course, followed suit that Frank Lampard could take over at Chelsea until the end of the campaign, at least. 
I mean, they're just funny, aren't they? <laughs> they're just they're really funny as, as a football club, and I, I'm loving every single second uh, of watching it and enjoying it. And hopefully, what we see is is Lampard get the job on a permanent basis. I hope he does like just good enough. Maybe gets them into like the Conference League because that's even funnier. Maybe he gets them into like the Conference League next season, and they're like, oh, he's got us into Europe. Maybe we should keep this guy. <laughs> and then they just keep Lampard for the foreseeable future. That would be fantastic. Uh, Mete B says, seen, seen and seen, Tom. Yeah, I've had a few people leave comments on this. I have to, it's where I'm from. I'm from down in Kent and seen and seen is the way it comes out. We've seen it happen. That's what I say. Um, it's it's just a colloquialism. I think that's the right word. Colloquialism. That's the word, isn't it? Yeah. If you've got a problem with it, tough <laughs> it's how i speak i can't help it um ponaru says hey tom as a romanian arsenal fan i'm really curious what you think of catalan kurjan from the under 21s team do you think he can make it into the main squad um obviously catalan experienced a significant knee injury which cost him a lot of period of time out from the game he has come back and he's been playing of course with under 21s this season he's been on the bench of course for the senior side on a few occasions but never made his senior debut I'll be very honest. At the moment in time, I don't, I don't necessarily see that happening. I don't think there is uh, going to be a future at a senior level for him. I think you're going to look at players like Charlie Patino, who are just going to be ahead of him in the midfield pecking order. So no, it's it's difficult, Ponaru, to see that happening. But uh, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, uh, and maybe he manages to find a way into things. But uh, there, I think there are just too many obstacles ahead of him right now for him to get those chances. Maybe he'll go on the pre-season tour. I think he needs a loan at a senior club. That would be the best move for him. But he is getting, I say getting on a bit now. Um, but he's been at the club um, for a long time. How much, uh, how old is Catalan Kurjan? He's he's now 20. So, I mean, Bakaya Saka is, what, 21? Um, and he turns 21 in December, does Kurjan. So you're looking at an age where you need to start breaking into a senior level so I think alone next season if he's going to stay is probably the right choice um but that knee injury didn't do him any favors at all and that was a big big problem for him um Nav says Tom that's what a lot of our rivals have said about Arteta they wanted him to stay and now we're winning the league I don't think Lampard will get anywhere though he's a bit of a rubbish manager lol (laughs) yeah I don't particularly rate Frank Lampard to be honest um I really don't. So I, I think that when it's down to somebody like Lampard to take on that job in the short term, it's maybe better than, than Potter. I don't really know how it's better than Potter. Maybe he'll prove that to be the case. But I don't really know the benefit of sacking Graham Potter and then hiring Frank Lampard until the end of the season so that you can do an exhaustive new manager search. Because why not give Potter into the end of the season? And then you can make a choice on that at the end of the season with Potter. And then you can just also save money on sacking him then and bring a new coach in for the brand new season. It's just a bit strange. It's a bit strange. I think that they're just a very strange club with the decision-making that they come with. Um, Owen says, hey, Tom, first live show. As a Canadian, I was impressed with your knowledge of our domestic league when you spoke about it a couple of shows ago. Uh, it's something I'm interested in, Owen. Um, North American football and finding out about more about in tuning myself more with the MLS and then the CSL as well and the improvement that that's made to the grassroots football in the country, which has seen, of course, a greater development of youth academies to improve Canadian football and then see them progress as a team that's now qualified for a World Cup. You know, I look at that and think, 
there's potential. Uh, and I think it's something that Arsenal need to be across is looking at North America and looking at the potential talent coming through that we can identify and potentially bring in because there is a massive talent pool, you know, in North America. You've got hundreds of millions of people in both nations, well, all of the nations in North America. Uh, and Arsenal should certainly be across it. So, yes, indeed. Um, Matthew says, why are Gunas continually asking if other fans would take a draw at Anfield? Do you take a draw if you foresee a defeat? It's highly likely. I think it's just the nerves, Matthew. I think, obviously, we've not won there since 2012. So there's this element of if we lose, it's a huge, huge blow um, to our progression, to our momentum. Getting a draw there isn't the worst result in the world. It still maintains that gap, although a three-point gap to Man City, depending on where goal difference ends up being, is not going to be really, I don't think, falling in our favour. So, unfortunately, there is things in our way at the moment, and we need to be aware of that. But at the same time, I am confident still, I like to say. I say it reluctantly, maybe. But I am still confident of being able to get a result at Liverpool and think it's a place that we can indeed go to and win. So, let's hope that we can do that. Uh, let's go to uh, William Salibak. says, uh, Tom, do you think uh, if Villa end up in the Conference League positions. Do you think they could win it under Emery? And will West Ham win it this year and play in the Europa League in the next championship? Let's have a quick look at West Ham's... Uh, let's have a look at the Europa Conference League fixtures. On Villa, certainly I don't see why they couldn't have a good opportunity to try and get through. So West Ham play Ghent uh, in the quarterfinal first leg on Thursday next week. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on. But there's still some really good teams in there. You've got Nice, Nicola Pepe still in that competition, playing Basel, and elect playing RZ Alkmaar, and Lech Poznan, the Polish side, playing against Fiorentina. Um, so Fiorentina historically have been a fairly decent side, and I don't know how they're getting on in Serie A this year. Let's have a quick look at where they are in the league. So they're ninth in the table, one eleven, drawn seven, lost ten. So I don't necessarily... It's difficult to kind of gauge, but you'd have to look at that and say West Ham are probably the, on paper, the most competitive team. But they're not doing very well in the Premier League this season and in a relegation battle. And how much European football will be important to them is is difficult to know. They'd much rather stay in the Premier League, of course, than win the Europa Conference League. But they will, I think, certainly be trying to win that competition. So let's see how it indeed does go down. Um, okay, let's scroll down the chat a bit more and go to um, Daniel says, is it true that Arsenal pulled out of talks with Tillemans due to his wage demands being too big? Would make him one of the best played players at the club and Edu doesn't want that. Uh, obviously, Arsenal are very strict and they pre-plan everything they want to do regarding their, their wage structure and they won't allow a player to hold them to ransom over potential wages, that's for sure. If they get Tillemans, they would have got him at a wage that they believe is worth it. Um, my views kind of changed a bit on Tillemans over the course of the season. Uh, whilst I think he would have been a good addition to bring in in January, I think now in the summer transfer, you're kind of look transfer window, you're kind of looking at what players are really going to push the needle significantly. And I'm not sure that Tillemans does push the needle significantly enough. I know he brings in good depth to that left eight position for us, arguably, but I'm not sure that he's the right player to to push Arsenal forwards and further down the line. Uh, Twinney says, think we won't see a consistent amount of top talents coming out of North America for at least another decade. The sport is just not becoming popular. I don't think that's true. Um, the sport is certainly becoming popular, Twinney. It is on the rise. It's overtaken a number of massive uh, sports in North America. So I don't agree with you. Soccer is certainly on the rise. And as we go towards the 2026 
World Cup being held, of course, in North America, that is only going to emphasize that level of popularity around the sport. And I certainly, from speaking to people that are based out there that work in soccer out there, tell me that it is, and they are experiencing a huge increase in popularity of the sport. So it's interesting that you come in with that. I think that they are certainly looking, and I think certainly the improvement in grassroots, in academies, in coaching, uh, in infrastructure is improving all the time. Um Typo, Tom, I meant to say now instead of it's amazing how a typo can change uh, an entire comment, isn't it? Okay, think we won't see a consistent amount of top talents coming out of North America for another decade. The sport is just now becoming popular. Okay, see, it's funny how one letter changes the entire context of a sentence. Um, let's go to Amira says, We all laugh at Spurs last summer window for not being Champions League worthy. Other than maybe Rice, do you see our other reported targets so far as Champions League worthy? Some are still kids that we've never heard of before. I think certainly you look at Manchester City and say, was Sergi Gomez Champions League worthy? You know, he came in to bring depth that left-back position. You look at some of the other, like Julian Alvarez, for instance, when they signed him, relatively unknown from Argentina. Was he Champions League worthy when they signed him? It's about making sure that you buy players that have the potential of being that and having that worthiness. Declan Rice is, I think, a player of that level. We've been linked to a number of forwards that you would suggest also are Champions League worthy, Musa Diaby, Rafael Liao, you know, players that are in that forward line that have been linked in the past that I certainly think would join a Champions League or already are at a Champions League team. Some players you're not going to sign that are already Champions League level because your aim is to try and develop them into a player that is going to be of Champions League level in the future. So it's... You know, it's 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 tricky to try to find that balance. If the expectation is that every signing we make should be already at Champions League level, I think that expectation is a little bit wide of the mark because you need to find a balance between, you know, bringing in a player that is going to be of Champions League level and a player that could also potentially become Champions League level and is going to give you strong depth now and then more competition into the future. Um, Craig says, don't be a freeloader. Hit that like button. Make sure you do. Thank you, Craig, for the instructions. The listeners do indeed drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already. It really does help us out in these morning shows. Um, Abdul says, Tom, you can only pick one. Scoring first in the rest of our nine games or guaranteed wins against Man City and Liverpool. What are you taking? Guaranteed wins against City and Liverpool. Absolutely. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt guaranteed wins Liverpool scored first against City and look what happened to them you know so it means it means nothing (laughs) but winning against those two teams the confidence that that would bring you know if we win at Anfield the momentum going into the um into the uh, what's the game after it's um we've got Southampton but we've got a game before that haven't we uh who's before West Ham away, you know, you go into that away game against West Ham and then Southampton and then the Man City game, then you win that as well. The momentum that you would build off the back of that. And, you know, if you win at City, you're taking points off them and you're adding points to your tally. You've avoided that closure that you've definitely lost that game. So, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, Windsor, Anfield and the Etihad have surely got to be the priority. And uh, fingers crossed, that's what we see. Um, Suri says, if we win the league. (laughs) (laughs) which is never the best way to start a question. Everyone touch wood quickly. Um, Is Arteta better than Klopp? In my opinion, yes. Some Liverpool fans are terrified of this. Um, Klopp obviously managed to win a Champions League, uh, other cups as well, as well as the Premier League. I think Arteta 
uh, needs to still continue to, to improve and progress and improve himself. But look, winning the league, you're putting Arteta up there amongst the, the top, top coaches in the game if he wins the league this season without a shadow of a doubt. But I do think there's some some more needs to be achieved before you start saying he's better than XYZ. I'm never really a big fan of going, oh, you know, where are we going to put in this guy on the league table of managers? Every manager's different. They've got different, they've got like um, differences between them. They've got different achievements. Arteta is still very young, still very inexperienced in some aspects, but uh, is exceptionally good in what he's got as a foundation of his knowledge and what he's improving on every single season. So there's positives, there's negatives. Um, thankfully, a lot more positives than negatives regarding Arteta. But I think that when it comes to comparing the two, he's still got a bit more to go. But I certainly think that he could be better than Klopp, certainly could be better than Klopp, and hopefully we reach that stage. Um he says, have you read the NUFC takeover story that was just published by The Athletic? Um, no, I haven't. Um, but I will endeavour to get round to read it. Um, David Ornstein's retweeted The Athletic. says, UK government emails that show how much they wanted NUFC Saudi takeover. Boris Johnson's chief advisor, considering who should impress government interest um, on the Premier League, attempts to give Premier League assurances they seek. PIF aims to invest $30 billion dollars into the uk wow that's going to be an interesting story um we'll have to wait and see what happens with that seems interesting um yummy am i going to the game no unfortunately i'm not i got confirmation yesterday that it's a very very busy press box as you'd imagine so uh i'm unfortunately not going to be there which means i'll be watching the game and covering it from home which i haven't done in a long time the last game i watched on tv was the sporting away game that's the last game i watched on telly um, so unfortunately, no, I won't be going. Hopefully one day I'll make it to, um, uh, to Anfield. And Omar, you did ask the question first, sorry. <laughs> um, but no, unfortunately I won't be there, uh, for Anfield, which sucks. I've always wanted to go. I haven't yet been, hopefully next season and, uh, we'll wait and see. But, uh, I suppose you guys can't say there's a curse. That said, if we don't win, arguably I can see you guys turning around and saying that there's now a curse if we don't win and I don't go to games because you're a superstitious bunch. What can I say? Um, we're going to end the show there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, of course, I'll be with you tomorrow morning. We will do a preview for that Liverpool game tonight, 6 p.m. UK time. We'll be doing a preview for the game against Liverpool. So make sure you set your alarms for 6 p.m. Turn those notifications on the channel so you don't miss it. Uh, members in our Discord server, I've put a message in to reach out for people who would like to appear on our preview this evening. So do get in touch if that is indeed you. Uh, have a fantastic Thursday. And uh, yeah, we're nearly at the weekend. So enjoy it. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.